What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Cheap Seats Podcast. I'm Dalton, here with co-host Adam. So it's the end of the NFL season, but luckily for us, it's, it's straight into the playoffs. You know, it's straight playoff time, wild card weekend. You know, if you win win your conference, you get a bye. So the Ravens, Niners don't play this week. But what, what happens on the last day of the NFL season, the next day they call it Black Monday. And a lot of coaches typically get fired. Some, you know, we would probably assume we're going to be fired. And then, and then, you know, I'm not going to lie. There's, there was probably a couple this week that mutually agreed to part ways. I don't know if we saw coming or not. So before we get into our predictions, we're going to talk about the coaches. Um, and, and we got two college coaches on this one too, because just, just the main headline for me is Nick Saban retiring. We don't have to spend a lot of time, Adam, talking about it. Nick Saban's the greatest college football coach ever. So we don't have to spend a lot of time with that. Everybody knows it. It's no question. Six, six national titles at Alabama, one at LSU. He's the best ever. We're not going to spend a ton of time on him, but I was surprised. I seen where he said age was was a factor. He's older. He, he is old, and he said it's getting tougher on him. But just just I want to say hats off to his career. Uh, do you think he makes a comeback out of retirement, or, or do you think he's just done? I think he's done. Um, main thing being, he had the most prominent job in all of football. Not just college football, all of football. The Alabama entire like football team is has been great and dominant under Nick Saban. Nobody's recruited like Nick Saban has. And honestly, if he goes anywhere else, even if he goes to like the NFL to a few of the coaching, like the openings that we have in the NFL, they're not as good or as enticing as what Alabama was offering him and doing for him and his career. So it, it did surprise me that he's gone because there was no farewell tour. There was none yeah. of this other nonsense that we would expect out of somebody as like an all-time great like he is. But any other job outside of Bama was a step down for him. And I just don't see it. I, I think he's going to go spend time on the beach, travel yeah, a little sure. bit, just relax, go golf, do what he's got to do. Sure. But but real quick, so you said there was two college coaches. And I'm going to jump into the next coach because the next coach is going to be Jim Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. And everybody's talking about Harbaugh possibly being like a good fit in the NFL. Here's how I look at it. Michigan just won a national title. If he goes to any of the openings in the NFL, he's going to be rebuilding a whole nother team, right? And then the NFL, the NFL stands for not for long. So the jobs don't last out that long. I personally don't see him going pro. What I do see possibly happening, I have not seen this anywhere. So if it happens, call me a genius. Go to Alabama. Going to Alabama. Yeah, for sure. I can see it. That's the only job enticing enough to me. If, if I'm Harbaugh, that's worth giving up everything I've built in Michigan for to jump into something new. Alabama already has one of the best rosters in all of college football, has one of the best recruiting classes in all, in all of football. Now, granted, with Saban, with Saban leaving and where he's, re, uh, where he's retiring, there's a rule in the college football that once your uh, coach retires, you have 30 days you can uh, transfer out and not lose any eligibility or anything. So there's a chance some of these big recruits will leave. But Harbaugh can go there, and Alabama won't miss a beat. That's where if you get like a new coach or a newer coach in there, you might see Alabama kind of stumble a little bit. But I think I think that's the only job to me that if I'm Jim Harbaugh is worth leaving Michigan for. Yeah, so it's funny you say that because I kind of agree with you. If he don't go to the NFL, I can see him leaving Michigan because a lot of the players from Michigan's national championship team is gone, and I can see him going to Bama. There's no better job in, in football, like you said, than Alabama. But I think there's a different guy going there, and and we're we're, we're gonna we'll get there. Okay, I don't I don't want to spoil it yet. But before we move on from from Saban, I want to I want to throw this stat out there. Why he's been in Alabama, he has 29 losses and 44 first round picks. So he has more people drafted in the first round than he's lost football games. So that's mind blowing. Um, and, and it's kind of like when Coach K left Duke. Now Coach K, he told people this is my last season. Uh, you know, greatest college basketball coach to ever do it. He walked away. But Nick Saban, I, I kind of like how he did it, man. He he beat his his last win was against Georgia. 
he beat Kirby Smart, who wants to be Nick Saban so bad, and, and Kirby will never be Nick Saban, man. So he, he he went out on the right win. Nobody's seen this team being as good as they were this year. There was a point in time where Alabama was ranked like 13th, so they, they made a run. But um, with Harbaugh, yeah, it's hard to tell, man. I mean, I could see him going and coaching Justin Herbert in, 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 with the Chargers, but but I don't know. I mean, I, he, he finally won in college, so does he stay? I, you know, I could, I could see it. So some of, the, some of the coaches that were fired in the NFL, Vrabel and, and Smith. So Arthur Smith's terrible. We can just go. We've been saying for weeks that he needed to be fired, but Mike Vrabel, probably one of the best coaches in football, and he just won Coach of the Year two seasons ago, and then you now he's fired. So, I, I guess my question uh, for both of us, honestly, is: Does Arthur Smith get another head coaching job? And then the next question is: Where does Mike Vrabel coach? Because he is getting a head coaching job. Yeah, so I don't see Arthur Smith getting a head coaching job for a while. Uh, main main reason being there's some good candidates available, like you just said, Vrabel. We'll you know we'll get to Belichick and possibly Pete Carroll. Like you know, like we'll get to them. But Arthur Smith, like there's too many good coaches out there. There's too many good coordinators like Kellen Moore, Eric Bieniemy, who's who might be available. I think Arthur Smith needs to go back to the drawing board. Go back being offensive coordinator. Personally, I wouldn't be upset as an Eagles fan to see us hire someone like Arthur Smith. So somebody likes to run the ball. The Eagles have the best offensive line in football. He needs to go find someone like that that he can reestablish himself. Because when he was at Tennessee, that's what they did when he was the offensive coordinator there. He established himself as one of the best offensive coordinators because he could run the ball. And then they they really like they were really effective at the uh, play action pass. That's what Arthur Smith needs to do. And then Mike Vrabel, one of the best coaches in football. If Nick, if the Eagles lose this week, Sirianni could possibly be on the chopping block. And if he is, Vrabel will be my number one guy outside Belichick. I just don't think that's realistic. Vrabel will be my number one guy I like to see come in. He's such a good coach. He's kind of – he has a different approach to Dan Campbell, but he's kind of like a Dan Campbell guy. Yeah, like, sure. he gets yeah, the locker room. Yeah. So, Vrabel's a good coach, but personally, I see him going somewhere like New England. I think he could be Belichick's replacement in New England. I know I've seen something that Gerard Mayo – is probably the leading candidate for that. I just don't think Mayo's ready yet. Um, he's only been the defensive coordinator in New England for like two or three years, right before that he was linebackers coach. So he's slowly working his way up there. But I don't even think he's better than like Brian Flores. Right, and I think when so I, I personally think when you lose a guy like Belichick, you got to replace him with a name. You have to. You 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 have to bring in a guy who is solidified as a, a great coach already. You know what I mean? You can't go from Belichick to to somebody that you don't even know what you're getting. There's, you can't do it. So what was the um I know I'm gonna sound like a complete noob here, but what was the head coach's name that went on to be the GM for the Jaguars? Uh yeah. Won the Super Bowls with them. Anyways, yeah, anyways. All, all time great coach. Right. You know, I can't remember his name. All time great coach. Who was the guy that replaced him after that? Correct me if I'm wrong. Was it Joe Judge? It, yeah, it was, yes. Okay, that's my point. Yes. Right. Judge lasted a season because he replaced an all time Hall of Fame level coach. And he had no experience and he wasn't ready for it and he was gone quick. You yeah. know, so I, I do think you need to replace one of the name. Vrabel played in New England, right? He comes from like that same staff. Like he he's underneath that tree, that Belichick tree. You know, there's a hundred coaches under that tree, but he comes out from underneath that. And I think he'd be a good replacement. He's the guy who can come in and fix that locker room, get the culture set, and get New England back on track where they go. So I think that's, to me, that's plan A if I'm Brable. And then, like I said, Arthur Smith needs to go be an offensive coordinator or a team that can run the ball already. He can just take them to the next level. Was, was the coach Tom Coughlin? Yes. Yes, yeah. Coughlin. Yeah. Joe, you said Joe Judge and it reminded me. But, but yeah, <laughs> I, I agree with you. You know, you know Brable's got to um, – I don't know. I, I, he's got to go somewhere – 
um, like New England, I think, because I don't I don't see the, I think of the situation he was in in Tennessee. Like I don't think the Falcons are too intriguing to him. I could see him coming in, but but I think like taking over a historic franchise and Mike Vrabel's really good, man. He's really good. Um, and look, I'll tell you what would be worrisome for me if I'm the Falcons as like a like a fan if I was a fan of the Falcons is Vrabel is coming from the Titans. Where did Arthur Smith come from? The Titans, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's, it's going to be like the same system. Do you really want to see that? Right. After what you just went through with Arthur Smith, that'd be my one. Like as great of a coach as Vrabel is, that'd be something that scare me off of him. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. I don't think that that's the best fit, man. So obviously, New England's got a big replacement coming up. We just mentioned that. So what does that mean? That means Bill Belichick mutually agreed to part ways with New England. Kind of seen that coming. Uh, you can't fire a guy like Bill Belichick. So we knew he wasn't going to say he was fired, but definitely going to to part ways. And you know, just a couple of things that we think he's going to coach again. I think that he wants to win a Super Bowl without Brady. What better story than go somewhere else like Brady and win? You know, I think I think that's definitely when it's mine. And he's not too far away from uh, also being all-time winning as coach. I mean, if he coaches two more seasons and he can win twelve games a season, he can he can break that record. So he's not he's not too far away from being that. Which which I mean, we all know that Belichick's one of the best coaches ever. So I don't know where where do you think Belichick ends up at? Yeah. So I've also seen uh, like we're we talking about the Falcons a lot this offseason, but I've, I've seen people talking about the Falcons might be the favorite to get them. But to me, I think his landing spot needs to be the Chargers. Yeah, we said that early too. Yeah, yeah, it needs to be the Chargers. Main reason being they already have a quarterback at the level Belichick needs, right? Like Belichick, like we see how great he was when he had Tom Brady. You know what I mean? He can go in there, he can he can fix that staff, he, he can fix up the uh the entire team. The offense is not the problem. And what does Belichick strive in? Defense. Yeah. Like that is his thing, like his defense. And his defense was like 30th or 31st in the NFL. One year of Belichick, he can have them up to like 15th to 17th. So if you can just get that defense to be just middle of the pack defense, then you you have something because yeah. Justin Herbert's great. You know, you have to assume Eckler's gone, but Keenan Allen just had a hell of a season. If you can get Mike Williams healthy and find something out of Quentin Johnson, he just used a first-round pick on, the offense is there. Yep. It's the defense that needs fixed. Belichick come in and fix the defense and also establish that that winning culture he had in New England. And I I think the Chargers could win, that, could win the AFC West if Belichick's their coach next season. Yeah, for sure. I mean, especially with, you know, we don't believe in the Broncos. Sean Payton's terrible. Uh, the Raiders are so unknown because Aiden O'Connell's not going to win you a division. And is he even the quarterback? And then Kansas City's got receiver problems, and we've talked about that. So, I mean, it's definitely wide open, man. And I think that Belichick and, and Justin Herbert is a tough combination. You know what I mean? And the thing with Belichick, he's got the experience of coaching a great quarterback. So, uh, Justin Herbert needs that. You know what I mean? He needs that type of coach. Brandon Staley never even earned the freaking right to be in the same locker room as Justin Herbert, man. So it's just, I, I you know, I, I would like to see Belichick go there. And, and and so the last coach, and if if you're a team out there and, and your your team fired their coach or they're looking for a coach, we, we're not really predicting, like, who the Raiders going to hire. We're just talking about some headlines. And so Nick Saban surprised me the most. But the second most surprising was Pete Carroll because I did not see that coming. I don't know, Adam. I mean, I did my, my coach's rankings, and I put him up there high. I mean, he's probably a top six coach in the NFL. I mean, he's up there, up there. And, you know, he wasn't really fired. They say he's moving to an advisor role. But it, anytime you hear that, that means that the team is ready to move on. Just kind of get your thoughts on it. Where does he go next? And, and I'll kind of give you my prediction. So I really don't have an idea of where he goes next. The Seahawks were such a good fit for him whenever he left USC. 
to jump into the NFL. They were such a good fit. I personally think Pete Carroll should just move into like a GM role, kind of like what we were just talking about with Coughlin. Tom Coughlin did when he went to the Jaguars. I think Pete Carroll should go into something of that role because he's a good he's good at building a football team. Like we've seen it, like I said, when he was at USC, all the teams he built, uh, getting the most out of Geno Smith and Drew Locke. Yeah. You know, like he's gotten the most out of everywhere he's been. I think he'd be a great team builder. I don't know if I would just jump into another coaching spot because let's be honest, you're you're at least a number two coach on the block, possibly number three or four, depending on if you get Harbaugh or, you know, um, like Vrabel. Like, it, yeah, yeah, if you consider Vrabel better than Pete Carroll, however you do it. Yeah, I mean, he's young. He's going to be the fourth best coach on the block, so you're not even gonna, you're not even going to get your choice of where you want to go. So at that point, I think you look into taking a front office role, even maybe with the Seahawks, so stay with the Seahawks. But I will tell you what's worrisome for the Seahawks. If you are Geno Smith, and Drew Locke, you are shaking in your boots right now because when a new coach comes in, he's going to want his own quarterback. Yeah, and there's a chance Geno Smith's gone. Gone, or they might draft one. Um, so do you know? Do you know where I? I'm not saying it's going to happen. I think Pete Carroll might be the next coach of the Alabama Crimson Tide. I think he might go back to college and coach Alabama. Hey, look, that'd be a look. That'd be a good call if that happens. He, he's got like how you said with Harbaugh. So he's got the experience at USC, built the programs. Okay, had success in the NFL, won a Super Bowl. Had the best defenses everywhere he goes, right? Had Legion of Boom. Probably, I mean, the best defense I've seen since I've been alive. Alabama's got a decent roster. I mean, it's not bad. It's a good roster. They were just in the Final Four, the college football playoff. You bring in a guy like Pete Carroll, you can save people from transfer, for sure. And then you give, you give Pete Carroll a year or two of recruiting, man. I mean, you're talking about a, a high, prolific quarterback coming to Alabama. So I, I that's if he, if he wants to continue to coach. I think that's the best spot for him because NFL-wise – I mean, they're, they're, none of these teams are – I mean, I wouldn't want to go coach the Patriots right now. They're bad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The fact that you get a really good running back, but you got some shitty-ass quarterback play. I mean, it's just – I now, if – I'll tell you this. If Justin Fields went to Atlanta and then they got Pete Carroll, I think it'd be fun. I think I think it'd be fun to watch. Defense isn't bad. They could run the ball. you got a quarterback that's mobile, and he's able to get something out of them. But just looking at the roster as it is, I think Alabama would be fun. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was saying I, I think Alabama was the best option, but then going to another NFL team be a coach. Yeah, for sure. Like, like I said, like none of the like to me, none of the rosters are enticing enough because they're all going to take some type of work. Yeah. You know, like if you go to Atlanta, you have to get Justin Fields or you're looking to move up in the draft to give up all your assets for the future to get to get a quarterback. If you go to Alabama, you already have a nice foundation that you can just kind of build on, put your own little spin on. But real quick, so I know we're done with coaches, but I have one more. He wasn't fired, but I think he will be hired and won't like we'll eventually do a coaching thing, prediction show on where we think all these coaches will land, yada yada. The Bills were garbage. They were what five and six, six and six. Until Joe Brady. Until Joe Brady came up. And I've been saying this for a while. When Carolina hired Joe Brady, I thought that was a fantastic move. Then they give him the shit roster that they did, give him the terrible coach and Matt Rule. But Joe Burrow's uh first year at LSU, I think it was like his fourth year in college, he was dog shit. I don't want to say that. He he really wasn't that bad. He wasn't but, as good as what the second season showed him. He but, yeah, like like he was just an average guy. He Going into the season, he was projected to be a six-round pick. They brought Joe Brady in. In the one year Joe Brady was at LSU, Joe Burrow went from being the sixth-round projection to the number one overall pick with the greatest offense we have ever seen, right? He got two guys drafted in, in the top five in Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Joe Brady did his thing. Then he goes to Carolina with Matt Rule, who we all know is a buffoon. And he only lasted the season there. But now he's with the Bills. 
And the Bills were five and six, six and six. They fired their offensive coordinator, promoted Joe Brady up to offensive coordinator, and now the Bills are on an absolute tear. Yeah, they're a team nobody wants to play. Personally, I think Joe, I think Joe Brady to me should be a top five coaching candidate going into the offseason. A team should give him a so like the Chargers are fantastic. An offensive team, Brady, the things he could do with this offense is insane to me. And then I think the Falcons be fun if you get a quarterback. Yeah, for sure. No, I, I like that. It's kind of like Eric Bieniemy. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I no, think he's a little bit better than Bieniemy, but yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. yeah. yeah both sure. of them, I, both of them should be head coaches next season. Yes, and I'm telling you what. So, and and I, this is just off topic before we move on. Is if Eric Bieniemy doesn't get a job, I would not stay in Washington, and I would just call Andy Reid and say, "Can I come back and be offensive coordinator?" He would fix the Kansas City Chiefs in two games. You know what he I mean? One hundred percent. Listen, so, I, I know we blame the receivers. For Kansas City's downfall, but let's not forget this is the first season without the enemy, and this offense is atrocious. Bad, bad, bad. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so that's a good point. But both of those guys deserve a, at least a shot. Um, and, and I, th- I think, I think they may end up. But you know, I mean, there's probably more coaches to be fired. We don't know about. I mean, I could see it happening at least. So I don't know. I, I, you know, another thing is there's other offensive coordinator jobs that'll be open. So even if he don't stay in Buffalo, he may take a bigger role in another in another offense. So who, who knows? But you know, with with that being the coaches, um, you know, there's like I said, there's probably more to come. But what what we're all really looking forward to is the weekend games, man. And we got Saturday, we got Sunday, and and it ends with with Monday night wild card weekend. Uh, so, uh, you know, I guess just just to kind of go through them uh, game by game, we'll start with Saturday and make our way to Monday. The first game, of course, the first game is my Cleveland Browns going back to Houston like we did a few weeks ago. Beat the brakes off of him. Mari Cooper went for an easy 265 yards. So, what do you think? Are we getting the Cleveland Browns uh, win again? Now, C.J. Stroud is playing in this game. He didn't play last time. But C.J. Stroud don't play defense. So, it, I mean, Mari Cooper going to ball regardless. So, I do think that, you know, obviously the Texans are a whole lot better with Stroud. But I'm just curious who you pick in this game. You already know who I'm picking. You know who I'm picking. I, I'm not picking against the Browns in this spot. So, so I listen, the Browns defense is crazy to me. And it's hard to take them out of the you know scenario and say, listen, this defense, yeah, they're good, but they're not good enough to win. But here's the thing: I've been on the CJ Stroud train. For sure. I've been, I've been on it. Yeah. They're playing at home. If they were playing in Cleveland, I'd have a completely different story here. They're playing at home. Do you see what CJ Stroud said on the Pat McAfee show? He said, he said, he said, nobody has. Okay. Okay. He said, he said, we have a Super Bowl team. That's what he said. Yeah, do yeah. I think they have a Super Bowl team? I do not. Oh. I do not. I'd, I'd be lying if I said I think they did. But the Joe Flacco run has to end. And listen, yeah. I have predicted a couple, a couple of these honeymoons ending. Okay, this season I have. So it's going to end here with Joe Flacco. This is the, this is where it ends. The Texans just got destroyed by Amari Cooper a few weeks ago. They're going to come out. Derek Stingley's going to shut that shit down quick. CJ Stroud is going to find a way to pull this game out. I don't know how. But this is what he does against that great Georgia defense last year. Yeah, destroyed yeah. him. Yeah. I told you. I told you going into Week 18. You you said the Bryce might be a little too a little too bright for him. I told you there is no such thing as too bright for CJ Stroud, and I was correct. Through for like 285 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, played flawless. Yeah, I expect it right here too. I know this Browns defense is really good, and I know they're way better than what the Colts offer, but. I can't. I just can't give up on C.J. Stroud, especially against an offense of the Browns that I think might struggle to kind of keep up here with C.J. Stroud healthy. Yeah, no, it could for sure. What, what do you? What do you? Um, if you give a score prediction, what would you? What would you say? Twenty-four, thirteen. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, so the thing is, is Joe Flacco's got to end. 
I hope it don't end this week because then we might get the Ravens next and he can bust their ass and send them home. And everybody knows <laughs> where he was at. So I like the Browns here. The defense is good. I, you know, I, I want Miles Garrett to have a big game. But but CJ Stroud's been good, man. So it's it's good to see a rookie. Um, and listen, either way, I'm gonna tell you this. Either way, if I told you week one the Texans were going to the second round of the playoffs, or Joe Flacco was going to be a starting quarterback in the second round of the playoffs, you'd have believed neither. And one of them, what <laughs> one of them's got to happen. So so it'll be fun, fun either way. I, obviously, I want uh, my Browns to win. So the the night game on Peacock. I mean, come on, NFL, like. Only on Peacock. That's so stupid. Uh, it's the Dolphins and the Chiefs. And of all games, the, the reason they've done it is because it's Patrick Mahomes and they're thinking, oh, we can get people to subscribe. But it's just stupid, man. Like, How come we cannot watch what what could end up being the, the game of the week in the wild card? Man, it's kind of kind of crazy. But a rematch from a few weeks ago, Kansas City won in Germany. Uh, Dolphins are kind of beat up. Looked bad against the Bills. Two has looked bad recently. Who, who, who you got winning Saturday night? So I said this back in like week six. And I'm sticking to it. The Dolphins would not win a playoff game. I didn't care who they matched up against. I said they wouldn't win it. And I'm sticking to it. I know the Chiefs have not looked good. But the Chiefs have one thing in their favor that helps them keep up with this Dolphins offense. It's going to be with the wind chill, negative 30 degrees come game time. Guess what that means? Tua's not throwing the ball to Tyree Kills means this offense isn't moving the ball. Yeah. So at that point, it comes to who's better against the run, who, who's better who's better defensively, and the answer is the Chiefs. Yeah. And I think the Chiefs will win. It won't be a pretty game. And you might have lucked up here because if this game was, you know, sunny, 50 degrees, this might be a shootout. Like, But with it being negative 30, it's probably a good game to have on Peacock because you're not going to miss much. Right, yeah, yeah. No, that's a good <laughs> and, point. But luckily for me, I already do have a Peacock subscription. So yeah. I'm not complaining, but for the people who don't have one, I can understand being upset. Yeah, so I don't have one, which means I will be signing into yours Saturday night to, to watch the game because I don't have to <laughs> send that over. But, yeah, and you know what, man? I, I got the Chiefs winning, but I don't even – the the amount of people, Adam, who are writing Mahomes off already is – because I know – me and you said it. We know the offense has been bad. But, dude, you're telling me he's got to win four games to win the Super Bowl. Mahomes can do it. Like, if any quarterback can do it, it's Patrick Mahomes, man. So – I'm not saying it's going to happen. They've had their struggles, but I mean, if if one guy can figure it out, it would be him and Kelsey. And, and they've got hey, real quick, just a little bit of betting advice too. Take the overs on Pacheco and Raheem Mostert or H Han, whoever's because Mostert's been hurt. Right. But take the overs in the in, in betting this week. Take take a touchdown oh. for both because they're not going to be throwing the ball a lot. It's going to be a ton yeah, of game. Yeah, it's me cold. So yeah, I like that Pacheco go over. Um, H Han's tough. He's quick. So. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't know. I, I, it would have. I agree with you. It could have been a shootout if it would have been warm, but it's not. It is what it is. Uh, so going on to Sunday, we got. Oh, uh, and, and real quick, three teams out of the AFC North made the playoffs. Just want y'all to put that out there. And one of them was not the Cincinnati Bengals. Kind of crazy to think. But again, if you would have said that back before the season started, <laughs> but but they all finished with an over five hundred record. It's kind of kind of crazy, man. That's that's a really tough division. Probably going to be tough for for years to come, honestly. But the first game we got on the slate. The Steelers at the Buffalo Bills. The Buff, Buff, Buffalo's, listen, Buffalo's favored by 10. But I don't know if you see it or not, but it's supposed to be really cold. And what does Mike Tomlin like to do? Slow the game down, play cold defense. TJ Watt's out. That sucks. I'm telling you, if TJ Watt wasn't out, if TJ Watt wasn't out, they might slow the Bills, Bills offense down. But they lost who, who arguably could be the best defense player in football. So that, that sucks. But they are favored by 10. I'm just curious if you think you know, they win by 10 if they cover. You know, what you think. So they'll definitely cover. And if Watt was healthy, I would take the Steelers in this game. 
yeah. right? Because this is just the perfect atmosphere for them. Uh, they're great at running the ball. Najee and Jalen Warren together on what was it, week seventeen? Both of them balled because yeah, the, exactly. like, like they're they're good at running the football. Yeah, the football is a different story, but this type of weather, you're not really going to be throwing the ball a lot. This Bills offense has went cr- kind of crazy. The only thing you're hoping is Josh Allen don't lose you the game with turnovers. Like, we know he can go out and win it for you, but we also know he can go out and lose it for you, too. So as long as Josh Allen takes care of the ball, the Bills should be okay here. So I'm taking the Bills, but the Steelers will cover. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm going to say the Steelers cover. I like the Bills here. I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback. If TJ Watt was playing, I might take the Steelers. The Bill, listen, the Bills are hot and nobody wants to play them. But when you're hot, what's the biggest thing you can do? Have a letdown game. Mike Tomlin's going to stay in the game. It's what Mike Tomlin does. What he so, does. Yeah, for sure. I, I agree with you. So, going to the 430 game, it's the Packers at the Cowboys. The Cowboys are at home. They're favored by seven. Uh, Mike McCarthy playing his old team. And 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 real quick, so it's hard because in the last, since 2018 or 17, there's been an upset in wildcard weekend. I wouldn't consider the Texans or Browns an upset. It's kind of like a pick em game. Give me the Packers to beat the Cowboys at home and send them home. The Packers are going to send the Cowboys home. The Cowboys are notorious for losing early. That Listen, I know that the Cowboys are 10 times better than what the Packers are, but there's just something about uh, Mike McCarthy playing the Packers in Dallas. And and you know what? The, the, la- the last couple of years, people said Mike McCarthy should have been fired after the playoffs, and they never done. Well, you better do it after this weekend because you're losing. That's all I got. That's all I got to tell you, Jerry Jones. So I don't think they won the Super Bowl this season, and so I, but I do think you're kind of crazy for this. Uh, they're seven point favors. I think they cover easily. I think the I think the Cowboys beat the brakes off of the Packers because they're at home. Now if roles reverse and they were in Green Bay, it might be a different story. But since they're at home, they're going to take care of business, and they're going to. To me, this is probably the worst game of the week, right? No, like you're probably, right. you're probably right. You're probably. Yeah. I think Dallas this is Cowboys. the least competitive out of every game this week. So I think I think Dallas will win. No, you're probably right. I hate the Dallas Cowboys. So yeah, fair uh, same. Same. Hey, but but listen, if I throw a hundred dollars, I wanted to pay out four hundred bucks. So just saying, hey. just saying, Dallas Cowboys, go ahead and win me my four hundred bucks when you lose on Sunday. So the the game that I'm most probably forward to look looking forward to, and I'm getting choked up in my words. That's how much I'm looking forward to it. So Rams at the Lions, Matt Stafford. Hold on, and- I, I want to stop you right here. Okay, a few weeks ago you said something about this could happen, and you and you made a prediction then. If you don't keep this prediction, I'm going to be upset. Don't worry. I'm keeping it. I'm riding it. I'm riding it so much I've done put $50 on FanDuel for the Rams to win the Super Bowl. Pays out like $2,500. So if that tells you who I'm picking this week, that's who I'm picking. (laughs) But to to answer it up for you, you know, everyone says – let let me explain. They say Matt Stafford revenge game. Well, really, he he wanted out. He wanted to go. It's kind of Jared Goff revenge game. They they threw him out. So take take him, Detroit. Um, So – I think he's kind of wants to prove more than what Matt Stafford probably does because Matt Stafford wanted out. Uh, but Rams at the lines, the Rams are hot. And I'm Karen Williams is a big reason, dude. They can run the football. They got two number one receivers on their team that helps a ton. Defense has been better of late. If the Rams can run the foot, the Lions have the number one run defense. If the Rams can run the football, the Rams will win this game. I think no one stopped Karen Williams yet. They're not stopping him this week. Detroit Lions, I like you, Dan Campbell, but you're going you're going home on Sunday. I'm taking I'm taking the Rams, man. It's hard. It, it is hard. But I, I said it a few weeks ago and I can't change now. Yeah, that's <laughs> but believe it or not, I'm right there with you. I do think the Rams will win this game. Uh, I think this is gonna be the highest scoring game of the weekends. I think this is gonna be a 34-31 type game. I think that like it's gonna be fun. The reason I'm taking the Rams is they have something on defense that the Lions do not have. That is a playmaker. That is Aaron Donald. Yeah. And I know Donald's probably triple team, double team. But anyways, if he gets triple team, that frees up other people. 
right? Yeah. The Lions don't have that one defender that you that you fear, right? So I, having a playmaker on defense, that's the only thing the Lions don't have that the Rams do have. So I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, but I, and I expect Aaron Donald to show up. Aaron Donald's going to have a, a big play somewhere in the fourth quarter that's going to turn the tide and they're going to win this game because of Aaron Donald. Yeah, no no doubt. Aaron Donald, you know, been been double team, triple team most of the year. That's the only way to kind of stop him. And same same stuff happens to Miles Garrett, right? How do you stop somebody like that? You got to double and triple him. Uh, so, yeah, I agree, man. It's going to be close. It's going to be a good game. It sucks because the lines are fun to watch, man. And and they're, they're, they're fun to cheer for, man. They they Dan Campbell was – he loves his players, man. You know what I mean? So, yeah, look, I, I want to say I am cheering for the Lions. Like, I, my heart wants the Lions to win this game. And uh, I said that they have no playmakers on defense. That is no disrespect intended to Aiden Hutchinson, by the way. Right. Aiden Hutchinson just saying Aaron Donald. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I agree with you there. Give me the Rams. And, and you know, it's going to be, uh, I don't know, it's, it's going to be fun, man, because that's that's probably game of the week. So to, to kind of wrap it up, Monday Night Football, I don't know. This game should have been on Peacock and the Chiefs and Dolphins should have been on Monday Night Football, just saying. <laughs> Um, but we got we got the Philadelphia Eagles at the Buccaneers. So this is the thing, Adam. I'm, I'm kind of stuck because kind of how you were with the with CJ Stroud or the Falcons. I since like week two, it's funny you asked the question when the when the Bucks were what three and zero, I think, and you said which one of these teams has the best chance to make the playoffs. And my dumbass said the Buccaneers, and my dumbass was right. <laughs> <laughs> so I said it because I said they would probably win their division with nine games, and that's literally what happened. But man, I, I predicted the Eagles to be in the Super Bowl on our on our you know prediction show before the season started. So it's tough for me here, man. I don't know. Um, no, you're an Eagles fan. I, I don't know. It's tough. I'm gonna let you go first because I'm I'm honestly up in the air. Yeah. So realistically, the Eagles should win this game. But with everything coming out, you know, Sirianni's apparently lost the locker room. Jalen Hurts hasn't thrown a football since he was taken out of the Giants game, right? With that because his finger's injured. There's just so much going on with this team. I think Tampa Bay wins, and when they do. Don't be surprised if Tuesday morning you wake up to Nick Sirianni being fired. If they lose this game, he will be fired. I agree with you. So uh, it's tough, man. I I, I want to go Baker here. I can't. Jalen Hurts is better. I just I just I, I'm going the Eagles. They destroyed the Buccaneers early in the season. Now we are talking completely different Eagles team now. But I don't know. I just man, it's weird. Some something Adam something's telling me that we're about to get an Eagles. Chiefs rematch some way somehow like I it just they've both been so bad this year that it it tells you it shouldn't happen right and everyone it's like we expect it to like both teams just turn it up and go yeah and like everyone is just saying oh it's Ravens and the Niners well I don't know man like I, I just I think if the team to beat the Ravens would be Mahomes because he's better than Lamar and the Eagles have the roster to beat the Niners I think the Niners are better but it's just it just if those games happen I would not be surprised if the Eagles and Chiefs won those games man so I'm going to go Eagles here, but I'll be sure for Baker Mayfield. I like Baker, man, a ton. Yeah, look, it's funny. We're both taking different teams to win, but we're both rooting for the team that we're not taking. Right, yeah, you want the Eagles to win. I want the Bucks to win, but I think Eagles win and you think Bucks are going to win. So that's what's fun about the playoffs, man. It's, it's close, it's, you know, going to be good games. But, you know, that kind of wraps up, you know, wild card weekend, man. Yeah, what's going to – like, this is awesome because – a lot of times we get to the wild card round, there's nothing but blowouts. I don't think we're going to get that. Like I said, I think we might get one. That's Cowboys Packers. And in that game, you even took the, the Packers team. Like, this is the most fun the NFL season gets right here. For right. Sure. Come to playoff time, everybody thinks they have a chance. I just said CJ Stroud thinks they have a Super Bowl winning team over there in Houston. Every team's feeling that way. So, this is where you're going to see the absolute best of everybody. We're going to see some letdowns. We're going to see a ton of storylines. You know, like if you look at it, like you say, you got McCarthy. 
right? McCarthy playing against his old team in the Packers. Matthew Stafford against the Lions. Then you got Tyreek Hill's revenge game. He's finally getting a game in Kansas City. This uh, The Browns-Texans, the two teams that made that crazy trade for Deshaun Watson. Like, there are so many little small little storylines in every one of these games that makes this fun. What, what, let me ask you this real quick. What do you think? So, when the Chiefs beat – I'm going to say yeah. When the Chiefs beat the Dolphins, Travis Kelsey's big mouth. We, we know it, right? So, when they beat the Dolphins, does Travis Kelsey say – does he tell Tyreek Hill on the field, buddy? You know, you should be – you should be going on the next week, and this is what you get. What What do you think? If this was last season, yes. I, I agree. As bad as the Chiefs have been, he, he shouldn't say anything, and I don't right. think he will say anything because right. they're fighting for their life right now. Right. Now, last year, I agree with you. He's going right up to Tyreek Hill and talking shit. But this oh, yeah. year, he ain't cutting a promo until they win the Super Bowl. That's the only thing that he's cutting a promo about. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> for sure, for sure. But with that being said, that's all we got for you on this episode. Stay tuned. There's plenty of content coming. You know, we got coaches, MVPs, awards. We got all kinds of shows coming for you revolving around the NFL. More NBA games are going to come your way, maybe a little bit of MLB. But as always, you can follow me on everything, really, J4. You can follow Dalton on everything, Dalton King K1. Follow us on Facebook and go follow our uh, TikTok page, Cheap Seats.podcast, and we're out.